0: hello there Vitamizers, and welcome back to the how do you health podcast as always i'm allison here with slenderella in austin texas and today's episode features a new-ish new-ish face in the keto world um but before i tell you who exactly that is The How Do You Health podcast is brought to you by Slenderella. Slenderella is a vitamin shot and IV blend that was designed to help your liver function optimally. It got its name when the creators started noticing that liver detox was causing many clients to lose weight. Now there is a whole line of different Slenderella blends that you can customize for your needs as well as a supplement line to support all of your Slenderella goals. You can find distributors and more information at www.slenderellausa.com. This podcast is recorded at MSW Lounge. MSW Lounge is located in Westlake Hills in Austin, Texas. They provide a variety of services, including vitamin shots and IVs, the whole Slenderella family, concierge medicine, chiropractic, massage therapy, a vitamin drink bar, and tons of other local company offerings for ways to clean up your health and naturally stay that way for a long time. Find out more at www.mswlounge.com. This podcast is sponsored by Athletic Outcomes. Athletic Outcomes is Austin's boutique wellness studio focusing on functional fitness and sports recovery. Located in Southeast Austin, AO provides services such as personal training, group classes, pre and postnatal training, nutrition coaching, massage therapy, chiropractic, recovery compression boots, and MSW lounge vitamin shots. It's your one-stop shop for health and fitness. Check them out on social media at Athletic Outcomes to stay up to date on their events and programs. This podcast is produced by Flabs to Fitness, Inc. Flabs to Fitness is an online wellness company that specializes in mindful eating, personalized workout programs, and offers a subscription workout program for 20 minute workouts you can do anywhere. It's also a social media content firm for creation and scheduling of content and engagement with your fans on a variety of platforms, including this podcast. Find out more at www.flabstofitness.com. All right, so today's guest is Kate Geller. She is the head of affiliate marketing for Kiss My Keto, and we met her again at Paleo FX because there's so many cool people that go there. and. She has an amazing story, which we got into quite a bit in this recording. Um, just crazy how she even found keto and how she's managing her health now with it. Lots of things. Uh, her and I have similar, which was nice. I popped in and talked with her for a little bit throughout this episode. And yeah, it's just great uh, to talk with people who are finding so many different ways to manage their uh, their health, be it mental or physical or emotional people are just finding all these different ways that work for them and keto is rocking it for kate and i couldn't be happier for her she's so sweet and uh fun to talk to you guys are really gonna like this episode and yeah here is kate geller on the how do you health podcast
1: we are here with kate geller she is the marketing director
2: i am the director of affiliate marketing
1: affiliate marketing for kiss my keto yeah we got to meet her, one of the many wonderful people we get to meet at uh, Paleo FX, which I love that conference. Have you, had you been to that before? No,
2: and it was amazing. And like, it was incredible, right? yeah, I feel like I found like my soul family there. That's awesome. Um, you guys included.
1: Yeah, we. we I mean, we love meeting you. Uh, by the way, we also have Nurse Doza, as always, here on the podcast. We're going to talk about methylation, probably. Uh, Kate's gonna, and and we are going to talk about uh, mental health and the journeys that uh, that we. I guess you and I have both gone through. Yeah. Um, a- and, uh, yeah, let's
2: see where it goes. So let's get this party started. Let's get this party started.
3: Keto. Keto. So what what does it mean to follow a keto diet? diet?
2: What does it mean to follow a keto diet? Well, nowadays, people kind of think of it as a tabloid diet or, like, kind of a fad, um, which is kind of unfortunate because it actually has the potential to solve a lot of diseases and um, – Autoimmune disorders But basically keto Is a high fat Low carb Moderate protein diet So um, You're consuming Like 70 to 75% Of your Daily intake Is fats 15 to 20% Is protein And 5 to 10% Is carbs So really It's just like Shifting the way That your body Gets energy So instead of getting Your energy from glucose You're getting your energy From fats You're burning your own Fat for fuel
3: and what kind of fat should you eat on this diet? Well,
2: you shouldn't eat. <laughs> it's funny because a lot of people try and turn fast food into keto friendly, you know, kind of call it dirty burgers. keto. Dirty keto, exactly, dirty keto. But, but really. It's all fat, right? Like yeah. It's, <laughs> it's all fat. <laughs> yeah. No, really, it's like um, olive oil, coconut oil, MCT oil, like good meats, um, grass fed organic meats. Um, Salmon, avocado Just, yeah, healthy fats like that
3: What about butter?
2: I mean, hey Some people, there's a debate with butter Some people say it's dairy Some people say it's not What do you say?
3: Um, I I say the kind of butter you're using, like, the source of it, right? Like, I I would think Kerry Gold's butter That's what I
0: would probably say. be okay. Well, I was going to say, if you're saying butter's not dairy, you're an idiot. Like it's, No, I'm serious. It's, it's dairy. <laughs> it's just the least inflammatory version that even dairy-sensitive people can sometimes get away with consuming. Yeah. But it's definitely dairy. <laughs> it well, comes from a cow's milk. Yeah. It's dairy. Yeah, it's true.
2: But but a lot of keto... It's like this whole thing with with lazy keto, strict keto... Like, a lot of people say that they're dairy-free keto but still have butter. So, you know. Yeah,
1: well, d- well, can you have dairy as, uh, in keto in general? Yes, you can. Yeah.
2: But a big thing is, like, a lot of times... I'm on a plateau right now, so I've lost 35 pounds. And I haven't lost any weight in, like, I don't know, like 20... S- since you came like, to Austin? No, <laughs> yeah. No, for <laughs> sure. But, like, maybe, like, three months I haven't lost any weight. Um, and... A really common solution for that is cutting dairy. Um, I can't do that because I'm a cheese addict. (laughs) Um, But I think I'm really going to have to power through that addiction, as I have with past addictions. How cheesy. Um, (laughs) How cheesy. (laughs) What kind of cheese? (laughs) I mean, the thing is, like, the only way I get – like, for me, cheese has been a really big crutch for my keto journey. So, like, string cheese, cream cheese, um, Milk – well, I don't drink milk, but I, I, I really – What about goat cheese? Yeah, goat cheese. I love goat cheese. <laughs> it's cheese. <as> well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some people say Dairy-free cheese? Right? I mean what about dairy-free so cheese? yeah, the
0: different – well, tha- that's not cheese. Yeah. <laughs> D- Daya's cheese? But no. it's It's a cheese alternative. But, like, when you're asking about goat cheese, the reason people usually say that's quote-unquote better is because it's lower lactose and lower casein, which are the two most inflammatory compounds in cheese – So consuming goat dairy is typically better on the gut, but it's still got some of those things in it.
3: And that's why ghee butter is probably the best alternative. So
0: the reason Mm. ghee ghee would be the one stipulation, like it's still dairy, but that's usually the thing that someone who even, like even if someone is super dairy sensitive, they can get away with ghee because it removes all of the dairy protein. So ghee is 100% butter fat. Um, Typical butter is actually about 80% fat, 20% protein, and the protein is the inflammatory part. So, like, even if you are not lactose intolerant, you can still have a dairy sensitivity because there's these different forms of protein in dairy, one of them being casein. It is shaped very similarly to gluten, and so the body often treats it the same. (laughs) So. So, when you see someone. She needs to come work for me. (laughs) (laughs) So, when you see someone with a gluten allergy, they usually are also told to avoid dairy because casein looks so similar to the gut that your body will respond the same way to dairy. Mm -hmm. So, again, in the case of ghee, since you've removed all of the dairy protein and it's just fat, even people who are dairy sensitive can usually do ghee because the inflammatory protein is gone. Does that mean that ghee is more processed? If you define processing as separating the substance, then yeah, it's a little bit. But I mean, literally, I make my I make my own ghee. Yeah, another word for it is clarified, clarified butter. butter. You can literally just melt butter. No, that's what I always ask for floats. at animal draft
1: houses. I want the clarified butter. Yeah, clarified. yeah.
3: Wait, wait. Say, say it again. How do you do it?
0: So you just you I I mean I'll buy like a chunk of Kerrygold, you know, and just put it in a little little pot pan yeah. pot, and uh, when you melt it most of the protein falls to the bottom and then there's like a little bit on the top and it literally looks like just little snowflakes on the top. Most of it's on the bottom. You can skim off the little snowflakes on the top and then you've got this golden middle section and that's the fat. And so you can just like pour it out. That'll come out first and just hold back the protein with a spoon or whatever so it doesn't get into the jar. And you can see it clearly like the different... Liquid gold. Yeah. So how long
2: did you do keto for?
0: Uh, I was only... I only did about a one month strict like trial of it okay but after that i did keto for most of the day and then i would carb up at night and not like in a heavy sense i would just do like one serving of plantain like a plantain or a potato because the starches help me sleep right um but then like you and i were talking before we started recording i started adding more starches into my breakfast and lunch and that's when my personal hormones got better yeah um but yeah but i mean i know i mean
2: and and for me I have partial for me ownership
0: in a keto company, so I know, like. Do you? Which one? Dollar Keto Club. It's oh. new. But, yeah. Um, so, like, I, I, I know the stuff. I just yeah, you really do. <laughs> like,
2: you should come do a and a for us.
0: Oh, I'd love to. Seriously. Yeah, <laughs> um,
2: yeah no, for me, because it's interesting, I have hormonal issues as well, PCOS. And, like, for me, it was cutting gluten and, and cutting, like, starches and everything like that that, actually gave me my period back for the first time in six years <laughs> <laughs> you laugh at it's crazy I, you yeah. know
3: i only laugh because i've heard <laughs> someone say that like three or four times this week really? i've have not had my pe- well not the fact that keto gave them their period back but like i was off birth control and i didn't have a period for <laughs> well, like two or three it years more, right? yeah. yeah i mean it is it's unfortunate right because it goes back to the hormone thing again if you like you talked about the sugar you're saying, like, yeah. that's why I don't do, you know, uh, fruit, because of the sugar content in it, right? Right. Um, I think if sugar is regulated by insulin, then insulin regulation should be a hormone issue that you should address. And with most people, when it comes to keto, they don't, they look at insulin in a sense of saying, I'm going to regulate my insulin because it's going to help with my metabolism and I'm o- with my weight loss. Mm-hmm. But imagine you just heard Allison say, well, I eat carbs at night because it helps me sleep better. And most people are like, well, what the hell does that have to do with weight loss? And like, well, that's cortisol. Mm -hmm. That's your metabolism. It affects your mood, how you sleep. And if you have better sleep, then you have better metabolism in the morning, which means you have better energy, which means you probably function better. Yeah. Right? Because you detox the brain more. And you detox the brain. Yeah. So I, like I said before, I've, I've switched back between like paleo and keto. But one thing I've always learned, fat is so important in the body that you should not overlook it. And I still find it funny when people are like... What do you mean you eat three avocados a day? That's way too much yeah. for you. And I'm like, what do you mean? What am I going to toxify yeah. off of? Yeah. Like, what, I mean, wh- the th- because people still think if I eat butter, that's where I get my fat. Right. You know, a steak. I'm keto. I eat steak and butter. I mean,
2: at, like, you know, there are more and more studies being <clears throat> shown today that, like, low fat is bad for you, in fact. Because yeah. low fat is what has, like, canola oil and all these. Bad oils in them that we don't want, but if you're consuming the right fats, it, I mean it's good for you. It's it's just like lobbyists have flipped what the food <laughs> pyramid should be upside oh, down. Oh yeah,
3: oh yeah, I remember the. I'm pyramid. not gonna open that. Well, That's no, it. we talked oh, about. are allowed well, to open that if you want to. We <laughs> <This laughs> <is laughs> talked about it. Yeah, about. we said it with somebody earlier this week, or uh, maybe even last week. The pyramid, uh, the food pyramid at the bottom had yeah. the grains. Yeah. Like seven grains servings a day. And, and then like the top was obviously the sugar, but then like, there was like meat was right above grains. Mm -hmm. And then it was like fruits and vegetables, like Mm -hmm. right in the middle. And I still hear people today every now and then, you know, still say like, oh, well, you know, cholesterol is bad for you. Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's not like you need cholesterol because you need cholesterol to make hormones. So you don't want to restrict your body by going on a low fat diet. And people don't even think about the oils that they're cooking their food in, right? Like what do you mean I, peanut oil is not as good as olive oil? Yeah. But people need to look at that because even the toppings on their food, you know, could have a have an inflammation byproduct. Oh,
2: that's a huge thing, yeah. toppings on the f- – I mean, like, I never paid attention to that. Yeah. And, you know, it's so funny because ke- a lot of people say keto is like a cult. It's really not. But, like, okay, I'm in recovery from alcoholism, and f- I've, I did my, you know, fair share of AA, And because of that, I think alcohol, for me, not for other people, but I think it's the devil. Like, I've been brainwashed into believing I can never go near it. It's the worst thing ever. And it's the same thing with carbs. And maybe it's because I have, like, an addict mind and I'm very extreme about things. But now I look at carbohydrates In the same way that i look at alcohol and it's like if i have carbs and i know these this is like a very warped way of thinking but this is the way my brain works so it's like if when i have carbs i feel so guilty i feel so yep. guilty and it's it's uh, it's kind of the same thing
3: well the the su- <laughs> well, no it, it, it's very much so it is true it's true because sugar carbohydrates are They're essentially safe thing. well they go to the same pleasure sites in your brain as alcohol does as cocaine does as chocolate does right because it, it activates dopamine receptors and you feel good off it for a little bit but then there's the cascade afterwards like what does it do to your body because you're not burning off that stuff after you consume it right but one thing That, like, even I noticed when I stopped drinking, I was having a sugar craving. Yeah. Afterwards. Like, I couldn't stop drinking Dr. Peppers. Like, and Nutella. I was eating, like, a jar of Nutella a week. Yeah. Because my body's like, you stop the beer, where's all our sugar?
2: Oh, my God. I just had a revelation. When I stopped drinking, (laughs) I would bake cakes. Like, I would would (laughs) literally bake, like, three-layer cakes and just eat, like, I'd eat, like, three-quarters of it and then bring a quarter of it to my neighbor and be like, oh, this is leftover from a party. <laughs> <laughs> it's really my third cake I baked today. <laughs> yeah. No. But seriously, and then my sponsor, she had a Fruit Loop addiction. so Like she, the cereal? Yeah, but it's, like, it, you're right. It's a commonality where if you quit alcohol, like, you seek that sugar in other places. It's
0: crazy. The um, the <laughs> woman who's behind the brand Paleo Boss Lady, she talks about um, – how uh when she was switching to paleo she was so addicted just to processed food sugar she would buy jars of honey and just sit there because that's quote unquote paleo so she would just eat like a jar of honey wow yeah same thing though still sugar yeah yeah
3: so when i when i (laughs) when i tried to move when i say try i kind of did remove sugar from my diet for like uh, several months um i tried all the cacao like chocolate bars, I could find, and he would bring me some, and I would spit it out. I'm like, This is horrible. Yeah, it's all bitter. And he's like, yeah. Well, this is what really chocolate is. You're you just like the sugar.
2: Have you tried Kiss My <laughs> Keto's keto no. chocolate? Well, this is a great oh, set. set. Okay. okay, all right. You know what? I have some in the fridge. Yeah, it? yeah, I have someone in the fridge at my Airbnb, and I forgot it. But I'm, gonna sh- <laughs> I'm gonna ship it to you guys. I really am. We'll um, meet you. We'll, we'll meet you
3: this weekend ago. Okay, get it. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I mean
2: you guys better give me some (laughs) 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 so basically like our company released the first keto chocolate and it's completely sugar-free it's stevia sweetened and it has mct oil in it so it's like cacao but it's all fat it's all fat (laughs) well here's the thing when we got it back from the manufacturer we all thought it was milk chocolate like we thought they messed up that's awesome and it's because of the mct oil it makes it so creamy so like I mean, we don't recommend it. Like, we don't recommend a ton of processed foods, but if you're going to cheat, you might as well do it in, like, a paleo or keto-friendly way. Well, you know?
3: let's be honest. How many people don't eat a processed ingredient? Like, think about it. How many people just eat raw food straight from the garden?
2: The people fr- on the show Naked and Afraid.
3: That's about it. <laughs> or that's about... Or people she that work... not have that answer ready. <laughs> well, I was <laughs> say, right? Like, because someone will ask you that, but... We'll. I'll go like to the <laughs> supermarkets, and I'll walk up and try to like see some of the products, and they'll have like six ingredients I'll recognize, and then it's like canola oil. Damn it! Why did you have to put that in there? Yeah. Like it ruined everything. And since I have a sweet tooth, I looked all over the place for sweets that I could eat. And I think, obviously, I haven't tried yours, but um, I think the closest one we found was uh, Eating Evolved.
1: I think that's what it's called. Right? And then you had a, a raw,
0: you had
3: a raw uh, you had a raw bar too, right? Was it raw bar? Uh
0: raw go raw. Go raw. Go raw. Go eating raw. evolved and go raw. Yeah, go raw. I've never had yeah. either. They're, They're both sweetened. Yeah. But the oh, issue ishi- Eating can't evolved do that. does coconut sugar, but they do have a dark one can't that's yeah, that. yeah, but the Eating evolved has like a 99 bar, I think.
3: Yeah. Well, yeah. see a lot of those bars, they do nuts. Uh,
0: keto's Yeah,
3: but the thing is so I have, I have a sensitivity to almonds, which I basically, on on this gut diet, I removed all nuts, and so that meant, like, half my keto list was gone, because I would snack on almonds all day, like, you know, like, imagine, like, a handful, so then that meant, I was like, where am I going to get my fat, so the third, basically, serving of avocado a day is where I basically replaced my, the the almonds, and then, and then now I'm doing more sardines.
2: So, how do you feel with that switch?
3: Um... The first couple weeks was tough because um, with keto, the one thing I loved was I was full all the time. Like, I I would force myself to eat because I was basically full all day off of fat. And so when I removed the almonds, I was hungry in the middle of the day. And I was like, I can't have this, right? Yeah. um, I don't mind fasting for 8, 10 hours a day. I, I, it's not a problem, but I need a lot of fat. And so I was like, well, I guess I'm going to have sardine breath all day or avocado <laughs> breath and because that's my replacement. Yeah. But if you think about it, everything has almonds or walnuts or cashews and all that, and it's it's a good healthy fat. This The problem is I think some people can't process it. Like my son who has a, a cashew allergy, mm. and I have sensitivity to almonds. And then the peanuts, I mean, damn, like peanuts are amazing, but yet like – Everyone has a sensitivity. I mean, it could kill someone. I mean,
2: they're super inflammatory. Yeah.
3: They could. What? But why though? That's the biggest thing. They're not a.
0: They're not a nut. Well, it's they're legumes. Fruit. They're a legume. Oh, right. A legume.
3: Oh, did you know that? Uh, walnuts <laughs> are droops. They're
0: they're droops. We had this discussion. Walnuts, pecans, almonds are yep. droops. They're not nuts. Yeah. Is that actually a thing or uh-huh. something? Like droops is. That's a, a thing. Yeah, I just found out about category.
3: it too. So they're not. It's like, a, it's like a pit. So you have an outer casing that you can eat and it's soft. And then inside you have the pit. And inside the pit you have the seed. So anything that has that kind of So
2: like layer. a snap pea. Uh, or
3: an edamame. That's a legume. That's a legume. So like an apricot. Yes. That would be a droop.
2: And that is in the same family as the almond. Correct. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. And, and walnuts as well. And so I don't know if that changes the way we metabolize things. But um, I don't think... I don't think it's necessary it's the food itself that's causing the sensitivities I think it's a, a product or our, our environment that's causing the issues and so you got to imagine it's like well why the hell do I n- even need to go keto when 40 years ago my parents were like what the hell is gluten-free like what is gluten right like you know and now now like in Austin which you probably have recognized you can walk anywhere and they're like Gluten-free, dairy-free. Oh, totally. Everything's
2: labeled. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I just took a picture. I was at Snap Kitchen, and, like, the the way that they color-code their menu is, like, insane. I've never seen anything like it. Like, yeah, so
3: we walk out of our bubble, and then we're like, I don't know how it is in L.A. Is it like that in L.A.?
2: I mean, to an extent, but I've never seen a store where things are, like, deliberately color-coded, like, dairy-free, gluten-free, paleo, keto, vegetarian, vegan. Like, it's insane. I've never seen anything with that level of specificity across the board. But, um, wait, what was I just going to say? You should go to Kirby Lane. <laughs> <laughs> we need to ding, get them a sponsor ding, ding. The Kirby the podcast. Lane. Curb- Kirby
0: Lane. Kirby. What's
2: that? It's, just it's
3: a 24-hour diner, but, like, you can walk in there, and they'll make you pizza the way that you want it. They'll make, like, what? pancakes the way you want it. Like, he'll walk in there, and he'll be like, I want this, but can you make this, this, and then make it vegan and do this? And they're like,
0: yeah, we can do all That's that. That's amazing. Yeah.
2: You guys need to, have you guys been to L.A.? No, oh yeah.
0: Unfortunately. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> really? Why do you say that? I'm just kidding. No, I've had to go there like a bunch this year, but yes. Um, I do like it Erwan. I need to take you
2: guys to Air one. It's a market, right? Yeah, but it's like the best, most, like, douchey market. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> it's like, it's yeah. like Whole Why Foods, is it douchey? It's like Whole Foods on steroids. Yeah, it's like, I. okay, my favorite new thing is they have these onion crackers, but they're literally like, slivers of onion that are done in like a crisscross, like we le- woven together and baked, and they're like they call them onion chips. But like the the precision, the it's <laughs> like fiber arts with <laughs> onions. And like they're like I'm not joking, they're like thirteen dollars. Oh I'm sure. But they're so <laughs> good. You can get the perfect I can make killer onion with the dollar. <laughs> 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 they're, no they're literally like do you know what i mean like basket woven into like these flat crackers for someone on keto who can't have many crunchy it's things true. it's a pleasure
3: do they do they like layer like they bake it with uh, like almond flour or anything like that like
2: no it's panko just like or woven whatever? woven what else? I've seen some really weird things there. Um,
3: well, they have a uh, they have several <laughs> farmers markets here, and they'll have like gluten free waffles and all this. Stuff. Oh, I'm like, yeah. what the hell? Like, why am I not eating there? Yeah, I never thought about that.
2: Um, yeah, no, there. I mean, there's so many options popping up for keto, um, and like gluten free, but it's kind of honestly a blessing and a curse. So right. Like, wait,
3: yeah. wait, hold on. Wait, why is it a blessing and a curse?
2: I mean, I, I find myself like when I have these like, what. I think it's good every once in a while To kind of like have a cheat Or whatever but when I find that I'm Only consuming these like keto friendly processed, you're still eating processed Foods like you're still not getting The same quality or Like vitamins that you're that you'd be getting From eating whole foods so I mean and and for me like I said addictive personality like Once I start eating a bar like Eating like a like bag Of chips I'll keep going so it's like I'm once the
1: same way. It's almost like yes, I'm gonna finish it because I that's what I do. I finish things, right? Yeah, but I'm not. <laughs> like, I'm, not, like, not a quitter. I'm not a quitter. It's Mexican, <laughs> damn it, I Mexican. Like, I can never leave a bag of chips like for later because it's like I'll feel like I I didn't accomplish this. <laughs> like I, that's how I feel. No, I no I'm the same I way. I <laughs> I just don't think I've
2: ever identified that as the motive for not finishing. Well,
3: bag, you know what? I used to I used to do it uh, with with beer.
2: Oh, yeah. Right? Because I'd be like, there's
3: still a little bit left. We don't need to leave yet. <laughs> and I still got to finish my beer. Yeah. Right? And so it's like, how dare you leave? Party foul, right? Look at all these empty beers at the end yeah. of the night. Right? Yeah. This half-eaten pizza for no damn reason. Yeah. Right,
1: Go steal it off of someone else's <laughs> <table>. <laughs> Totally.
2: <laughs> well, it's just like you Wrong see with it, them. You're seeing it in the <laughs>
3: restaurant, and I'll stare at you. I'm like, damn, that's a lot of food they're just wasting. What are they going to do with it? And they're probably just going to dump it.
2: Uh, has That's happened to me where, like, one time I was at a restaurant this is a total segue, but I was at a restaurant and the people sitting next to me asked if I was gonna finish my plate, and then they took it home with them because I said I wasn't.
3: <laughs> maybe, maybe they gave it, it to a homeless guy on the corner. Yeah,
2: maybe. Do you remember when dumpster diving was a thing? <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. Is that but still it, a thing? It, it's depending on if you're looking for antiques or <laughs> a pizza box. Well, here
1: in here in Austin, we fill them up with water and that's our pool. I'm just playing. What? <laughs>
3: rainwater. No dumpster
0: I was <laughs> just saying all of the mexican things right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean No, not we, mexican, we don't Mexican not a mexican.
3: I have not dumpster <laughs> dove for food ever, but I can imagine I've jumped in because maybe there was like a table or something that was in there. I was like Or oh, you were hiding
2: there. from the cops? Just kidding. I don't think I've
3: jumped in a dumpster hiding from the cops. (laughs) I've hopped many offenses before. I have a barbed wire mark here from running from the cops because I ran into a barbed wire in the country.
2: Why were you running from the
3: cops? I was in high school and I was at a kegger. (laughs)
2: <laughs> you
0: were at a kangaroo. Yeah, and I ran. I
3: took off the other way because I saw lights coming. I was like, Oh shit! So I started taking it to my dad's truck of all places, oh. and the cops are waiting for me there. But before I got there, I was running, looking backwards, and I turned around, and the barbed wire caught me right here. Thankfully, not catching my eye.
2: That's horrible. But I remember
3: walking back to the truck, and the cops like, So what have you been doing? I got like blood running from my my face. I'm like, Nothing.
2: Oh.
3: <laughs> I, w- I hadn't I didn't even have a drink yet. We just showed up, and that's when it got busted. You're just so. a klutz. A very fortunate one. I could have lost an eye. I mean, this right here, like, that was punching a window. We talked about yeah. this. Yeah,
2: Because I lost my whole top of my thumb. This is re on. Let me see that again. Oh, I think you told me
1: this, yeah. too. I told yeah, both yeah, yeah, of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Like, this is a, an implanted nail bed. I held from here, like, up. Is that where the camera is? I held yeah. from here up in this side of my hand.
3: Like you pieces. held your thumb in your hand?
2: Yeah, it was two pieces. That's crazy. I know. And I didn't even feel it because my body went into such shock. Sure. Yeah. It took like my friend looking at my shirt and there was like blood dripping down my shirt and she was like, um, you're bleeding. Oh, the bone of your finger is just sticking out right oh. now. Oh, yeah. I remember <laughs> when I
3: punched the, 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 it was one of those sliding doors like on the patio. And it went straight through it, and it broke in half. And when I pulled my thumb back, I just saw blood gushing from my thumb, but I uh, didn't feel it at all. Yeah, because was just Yeah, I was so drunk. I was like, what the hell? And, like, somebody grabbed me, and they're like, dude, you almost lost your thumb. And I'm like, no, nah, it's still there, but, like, I can see a bunch of white stuff right here.
2: It's self-protective.
3: Yeah. And, like I said, I have this thing now, too, because it went straight through there. But it, it's things like that that you're just like, God, it's amazing what our bodies can tolerate, Yeah. Right?
2: No, totally. And so
3: what the interesting thing about like fast forward eight years later, I would not be here today if I didn't make the changes, but it wasn't an overnight thing, right? It was like slow process. So as I kind of stopped drinking, um, I started changing my diet. And like you said before, you're like, man, diet was everything. Yeah. And, um, we, we talked, Balder and I were looking at a food allergy test today. And, um, it was funny cause I'm not going to say who it is, but, um, Baller knows this person very well, and this test was, like, allergic for this, allergic for this, sensitive that. And Balder goes to, yeah, whenever they eat that, they have anxiety. They have depression. Like, it gets worse. And, like, I bet they're going to be freaked out to know they can't have this food anymore because I bet it's contributing to that. And so think about now, like, when you eat something greasy. Mm-hmm. And it brings back a lot of those same feelings that you get from the day after. Yeah, and you're just like, and it 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 goes back to your brain, and you have this chemical reaction that's affixated with that memory.
2: I've never thought about it like well, I that. Well, I I hear that the uh
1: what sense sense of smell and memory sit right next to each other in your brain, which is why sense can actually activate old memories. Oh my that's gosh, so yeah. Amazing. I
0: wouldn't be surprised if, like, the auditory center was right in there somewhere, too, because it s- feels like that way with music, too. Yeah, yeah. totally. Well, so
3: you have, like, in the hippocampus, you have, like, a Rolodex of memories. And so what happens is, like, your your brain will send a signal to the back of your brain into the occiput, right? And the occiput is, like, basically saying, what am I looking at? Oh, I'm looking at coffee. But you don't recognize it as coffee yet. It goes and travels to the Warnicke area that basically labels it, like, that's coffee. From there, it goes to, well, what do we know about coffee? And then it unlocks all the things that it c- has receptors for. So it's like coffee, pleasure, uh, beautiful sunrise in the morning, you know, maybe uh, the w- the smell of a coffee shop when you yeah. walk in. And So you automatically think all that and you're fixated on it. So the when you start developing those sensations where it's like literally dopamine going off by simply just salivating at the thought of just looking at coffee. Yeah imagine the chemical reactions are so strong that your body's telling you in response to that saying we need that we need that now on top of all that while you're waiting to get it you have signals that are going to your brain saying no you don't need that yeah you don't need that stop that because you don't understand what it's going to do to you after you get that so for example there's a, a hormone called leptin and leptin tells your body that you are not hungry anymore. You're full. Right. So if you overeat very quickly like uh, chips and salsa at the dinner table and you eat like, you know, Fast. 20 of them straight that signal is going to your brain but it's not going to be there as quickly as you're eating those chips. And so the same thing happens. Like you eat it and finally your body's like, we're full. It's like, oh, too late.
1: Yeah. It's <laughs> like you're, e- you're eating faster than the speed of leptin. Yes. <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I like that. <laughs> yeah, that's a great one. So... <laughs>
0: This podcast is produced by Flabsta Fitness, Inc. Flabsta Fitness is an online wellness company that specializes in mindful eating, personalized workout programs, and offers a subscription workout program for 20-minute workouts you can do anywhere. It's also a social media content firm for creation and scheduling of content and engagement with your fans on a variety of platforms, including this podcast. Find out more at www.flabstofitness.com.
3: So what people don't account for is the way you, your met, your own individual metabolism we have works. The same sense of humor. That's cute. Because uh, you know that little that little voice in your head that tells you to stop when you've had too many drinks. I don't have that. Exactly, voice. Exactly, exactly. I don't have that voice either. So that brother said, you've had enough chocolate. Yeah. I don't have one of those voices telling me to stop. You right. know. So how do you how do you combat against that when someone's saying I have an eating disorder, or, I have this complexity issue? How do you turn off or turn on that voice in your head right. that says, think this other way? Right. And so I think food is has a very strong emotional connection to most people. And I think it's very hard to try to change someone's diet because of those emotional connections. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. you might be your favorite apple pie that your mom made when you were younger, but you're like, I can't eat anymore because it wreaks havoc.
2: No, it's a trigger. I mean, I can't even – exactly what you're – I agree with everything you're saying. Um, and I can't even have – like certain items in the house anymore like my my boyfriend and I we were in front of our pantry last week and I was like trying to decide which snack I wanted and he was like well you know what's what I just realized is I don't have any snacks here (laughs) 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 it's because I won't let him buy anything that's not (laughs) keto friendly but it's true it's because I'll binge eat it I'll eat it in my sleep and like it's it sucks it's a sacrifice for him and like but yeah, I I just can't have it around me. I don't know when to stop. And I I know that about myself and coming to terms with that is a difficult thing. But once I came to terms with it in one area of my life, it transferred over to other areas of my life. So I'm aware of that with food. I'm aware of it with any anything really. I just know it's hard for me to stop certain things that like feel good. I I think that
1: there's a lot of power just in knowing that and being aware of it and then acknowledging it and then
2: Know, I guess doing
3: something about it. That's the hardest part, right? Because yeah. most people don't even want to acknowledge it. I don't have a problem with food. Yeah. You probably do have a problem with food if you have to tell yourself that,
2: right? Right, right. Or especially someone else.
3: Ah, so it's funny. Um, There's people – like ha- I see some people, like even family members, that don't eat a lot, but they never lose weight. It's because like the one meal they eat is like from Chick-fil-A or like right. it's from like – Papa John's, or Or something. Or the hours are off too. Or the hours are off too. And I, I found that that can make a big difference too. If I'm fasting, Mm -hmm. sometimes my dinner isn't till nine o'clock at night, and I feel like I need to eat something just because I'm like, all right, my my calories are really low. I know that's thing, but I don't have anything in my system. I probably need something to put in my system because I think there's also something to be said for eating. Like you have to eat, right? Like we're designed to eat. Yeah. So I don't think necessarily starvation mode is the way to go, but it's a very precise science. I mean, keto is the same way. I'm sure you fast a lot, too.
2: Actually, funny you say that. Um, So unlike many ketoers, I don't fast. Get out of here. Yeah. And that's why. So for me, I've been I've been keto for about 11 months and I've lost. I fluctuate between 35 and 40 pounds. I haven't lost weight in a few months. And for me, that's a lot because I'm five foot one. So, like, I carry my weight. It means a lot. A pound means a lot more to me than it does for you (laughs) guys. And um, so, um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So, for me, like like I said – i i had an Im- emotional eating problem i had like a binge eating problem it's it's the same with like alcohol consumption so i know when i fast if i fast once the fasting window's over i'm gonna go crazy and it's yeah. gonna be like i never fasted at all I got you. so what i'm saying is like my progress would have probably been a lot faster i probably would have lost a lot more weight by now if i wasn't fasting or if i was fasting but i know I know myself, and I know that it's not good for me. I know extremes are not good for me. Yeah, because
1: so then you get into the mental, you know, aspect of that, right? But how um, how would you handle that, or not handle? That? Yeah,
2: yeah. But
3: yeah. I, I think you listen to your body, though, and you said this is what is right for me. Right. And I, I I don't think you should be upset or look down upon that to say like oh i sh- if i would have done it this way i would have been this because we compare ourselves too much right totally. this person did this same diet and they lost 50 pounds by the time i got to here yeah. right i'm in the gym i'm doing i just do this with Baldo. i'm doing the same exact workouts he's doing all of a sudden he has bigger muscles than i do <laughs> he can do better handstands right and it's just, <laughs> but it's like we're not trying to compare ourselves to anyone because your diet's right for you yeah your exercise is right for you
2: no absolutely and and I say over and over, it's keto's not one-size-fits-all. Diet is not one-size-fits-all. And, you know, for me, I went into keto with the intention of becoming better and forming better habits, healthier habits. And I know that for me extremes are a huge trigger, any kind of extreme. So whether it's not eating or eating, etc. And so for me, I, I try and play things safe because I've been in a lot of pain from, you know, going too hard at things or doing things – Unconventionally. Um, So for me, fasting seemed like something I should be weary of. Um, I don't think it's like that for everyone. I think there are huge benefits to fasting. But for me, it seemed too dangerous. And I like to ebb on the side of caution.
3: You know, and it's funny. We might have a different conversation in a year because I bet your diet's going to change by that point. Oh, for sure. Right? Oh, for sure. But (laughs) it will still be keto-based, right? But it will be like a modification of it, right? Which I think is what other people kind of forget about like they say well the diet says i gotta follow these rules mm-hmm. i can't vary from it okay yeah. no problem yeah. but what about like well if i do do this i notice this with me and i do like it or i don't like it maybe this is okay with me yeah and i'm gonna kind of continue that and i'm gonna adapt as i go throughout the year so as i've evolved in the past even eight years yeah of not drinking my diets changed 10 times over right you know i gluten-free like in 2014 I was probably paleo before I was even gluten-free like wow. th- which is an interesting thing because most people are the other way around yeah. so I'd go like paleo keto then gluten-free and when I went gluten-free imagine you're cutting out all those carbs so it's like okay that changes everything yeah I would still eat like whole wheat sandwiches thinking like this is healthy for me <laughs> really I mean I went Jimmy John's right I wasn't getting lettuce wraps at Jimmy John's <laughs> I was getting the, the gargantuan hoagie because I was like yeah, the bread's the only thing that's not keto, but everything I, else is. No, keto I will good.
2: say I miss sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, like a legit sandwich, like a hoagie, like a. Yeah. I, I know it's not an LA thing, but like I have a a weakness for sandwiches.
3: Oh, I do too. I trust me. I I miss sandwiches. I missed uh, cinnamon
2: rolls. Oh.
3: Um,
2: Cinnabon at the airport—it's like the death of me. I'm like. <laughs>
3: oh. <laughs> you you would. Probably just laugh at me because whenever I go through a bakery or the supermarket, I just kind of like look around and start, start salivating. But then I'm <laughs> like, that looks good to look at. But I know what it would do to me. You'll I get eat, set. Yeah. I used to be like, man, I wish I could have it. Now I'm like, man, there's no way I'm gonna eat that because I would be tore up. Like yeah. I remember eating dairy ice cream while I was eating it. I was like, this is not going to be good. But I mean, pain in my stomach. But I'm like, it's not even worth it. Like yeah. it's, it doesn't taste that good. And yeah. honestly, whatever flavor i had in my mind that reaches euphoria whenever i do bite into that favorite object or whatever yeah it's not the same as when i was 10 yeah, years it never old never reach that point it never that you're reaching you're trying to catch that high again yeah. right like it's never the same taste as when i was 10 years old pizza hut does not taste the what same what do you
2: think it is about it um, One, I
3: think we have uh, over-expectations for a lot of things. And it's because the emotional euphoria of, you know, someone made this for me. They showed their love. They bought this for me. I yeah. got to sit down with my family when I was growing up with my kids. Uh, my, my You know, my sisters <laughs> and brothers. You know, that, the <laughs> idea. Yeah, sorry. That, uh, that, that you, you, you kind of remember that growing up. Like, that was this innocence. It was a treat. It was innocence. We had pizza every Friday. And I'm probably not going to let my kids grow up and eat that same kind of pizza because the pizza cheese – it's now compared to was i mean it has yoga mat in it, it and <laughs> wood pulp i'm pretty sure at one point it was probably real cheese at one point yeah, right yeah but it's it's Before not i found
1: out it was too expensive right <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so
3: like the sugar you talk about steve and all that yeah. you know sucralose and aspartame and all that stuff that wasn't the same type of gum or soda you were drinking back in the day right like that was real cane sugar yeah
1: yeah but yeah. so what turned you on to keto like what, what was it this like let me try this keto thing.
2: um it's interesting actually so I I had gone through like many many years of struggling, um many years of like mental health problems, um drinking too much and being in complete denial about it. How's my IV? I have an IV in right now. Oh yeah. It's good? It's good. Okay. <laughs>
1: um
2: so like many years of you know grieving, I lost a long-term relationship, my boyfriend of 7 years passed away and it just took me on a spiral of self-sabotage. Um and i really 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 got depressed um it got really really dark and finally once i once i you know i stopped drinking i dedicated myself to getting better um and i went through like a year and a half of like a spiritual inner transformation so i got really into meditation zen buddhism i you know developed healthy practices of self-care um I guess I like relearned how to love myself but I was still baking those cakes every night and eating them um and I was still you know eating chips and just indulging in that way and so the inside of me had healed but the outside of me looked like it had gone through what it went through you know um and so I didn't feel like my outside matched my inside and Really showed the transformation that I'd undergone So um, Anyways I Got laid off of my job for no reason in particular Like my entire department closed down And I was blindly submitting my resume Online on like Indeed or something And I guess I applied to Kiss My Keto And I was their first employee <laughs> Like <laughs> seriously they had one My coworker Alex was Like at my boss's prior business And he transferred over to Kiss My Keto But I was the first employee hired for Kiss My Keto And it was like meant to be It was like I feel like I attracted it honestly Because I couldn't find a way to lose weight I really couldn't find a way And I had done all this healing But I was like this blown up version of Kate You know And it was humiliating I hid for like I hid for like two or three years Um, And yeah, I mean, keto's really, really fucking changed my life. That's awesome. That's a yeah. Good.
1: that That's really cool. See? So did, did you know about keto before that? So
2: funny enough, like, my boyfriend and I were – he was going to – he's not overweight at all, but he was going to support me in going on a diet. So I had just bought a keto cookbook, but I didn't even know what it was. Like, I literally had no idea what it was. I just, I just heard it helped you lose weight um and that book arrived from amazon and then like four days later i got an interview at kiss my keto so yeah it was weird it was all meant to be yeah it was great timing <laughs> <laughs> well, see,
3: the the weight loss thing that we do here it's pretty much like what you said it's not yeah you can lose 30 35 pounds and you can feel amazing but all that other stuff that you said is attached with it that gives you the confidence, maybe, to say I can take this on too, or maybe like Baldus said, I can accept it. Maybe I can't change this, but this is just who I am. So it's almost like, like they tell you in AA, right? It's like you have to accept what you can handle, and mm-hmm. then accept that there's some shit that you just you can't touch, right? Totally. And so I think as long as we understand, totally. we understand we're not gonna have this physique that everyone thinks we should have, or we're not gonna look a certain way or feel. Happy a hundred percent of the time.
2: No, I'm feeling you so hard on this because especially on social media Like you will see these women on keto and men too who will lose like 60 pounds in say five months There's nothing wrong with that, but it makes every it makes it everyone else feel like that's how it should be done um, Whereas like for me, I'm doing it in the way that's right for me. It might be slower But it's going to have more of a long-term payoff because it's it's I'm doing it in a sustainable way That's not destructive that kind of goes along with the way I live the rest of my life, which is slowly mindfully and Just like very carefully.
3: I like the term controlled growth (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I love that because if you grow too quickly and you get too involved and get ahead of yourself, you're going to have to back up and say, okay, what? where did it go wrong? What right. did I miss, m- miss this? Because, I mean, we're all on the same path. All the four people that are sitting in this room right now, each one of us has our own journey of yeah. what we've done as far as either depression, eating disorder, um, gosh, even just health in general, man. I just, 15 years ago, I did not give a shit about the food I was putting in my body. And I could not tell you if I noticed a difference. Oh, yeah. You know? And now it's almost like, that had almonds in it I could totally tell because my stomach blowed. it's like it's you know <laughs> I'm swollen in my ankles right now I could yeah. totally tell yeah like it's we're pretentious now but that's only because I really care about my body yeah. I only have one of these things and I fucking wrecked the hell out of it you know just like you did we
2: both had finger yeah p- fingers anytime
3: I think about like how far I've come I look at my thumb and I look at my scars and I'm just like
2: hmm but I'm grateful for them me honestly too. me too I feel like I've surpassed It's not a competition, but I have a lot of wisdom for someone my age. Yeah. Um, And I'm happy to have that and be able to share it.
3: And help other people.
2: That's what I'm saying. And still, I still feel shame around a lot of issues. I still haven't shared some things publicly about myself. But, you know, the one reason why I do anything publicly is just because, like, when I was going through all the shit I was going through, I was looking for, like, a young woman who had gone through all of the stuff I went through and came out on top, you know? And I could never find her. Like, she didn't exist. Maybe she does exist, and I'm sure she does, but I don't know about her. So, you know, I'm hoping that, like, once I get the courage to talk about certain things, that I can be that for someone.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. No, we, well, we, see, that's the thing for me, because, like, uh, you know, for me, it has been depression as well, too. And it's uh, what I find when... At some point, I decided I'm just gonna make it public, and and the one th- <laughs> the one thing that I've always had a habit of, or at least for a while, is that if I ever find myself like saying like I would never do that or I could never do that, especially if I catch myself saying that, then it's like oh well then I have to do it because there's no way that I'm not gonna do that, yeah. especially because I I won't allow myself to think that way, and right. I think that that's one thing with the depression right because I would see other people talking about. Maybe mentioning, like, oh, I struggled with this. I was like, I would never say that. And then one of the periods that I had, like, a really bad episode, I was like, I have to to talk about that. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I did expect some people to talk about, like, hey, you know, like, don't worry about it. You got this kind of deal. There was some of that. Yeah. But a lot of it was more like, hey, thank you, because that... You know, now I can connect with someone about this. Uh, it's and so it's just like, it's fantastic, right? Because it's like, yeah, it's cool. Like, yeah, I'd like some support. But then it's more of like, for me, when I put it out, there was more about, I just needed to get it out there so it's not in me. Yeah. Like let it spread somewhere else and more just like get it out of, get it out of me, right? And it's neat because like, I think that that's a powerful thing. Whenever you decide to share whatever you want to share, well, like, just think about it. Like, someone will resonate with it because it's totally Totally
2: you just reminded me of something that i completely forgot about but when i was an alcoholic and in denial of it i would see these all of these people like sober people on facebook celebrating you know people who i went to high school with or is new from my past saying like 10 years sober today so grateful like my life would, and I I would look at those statuses and I was a very different person back then but I would look at that and be like that's so embarrassing like why are you telling everyone that you know and and <laughs> then, and then <laughs> I remember when I first got sober I still thought to myself I was like I'm never gonna be that annoying girl like but now it's like I get it like I, I I mean first of all that was my denial being turning me into a bitch but <laughs> I like I understand sharing that information now because yeah you're gonna reach someone and, and it turns out when I did get sober I reached out to those people who I had mocked in my head for support and help so in the end like criticizing them bit me in the ass because I needed them um, yeah that's
3: cool yeah. yeah so it's we all have our own struggles was I've noticed and we just sometimes vocalize it a little bit more I think some people do it to help others I think other people probably do it for attention I don't know right like everyone has their own agenda right but I was talking with Baldo yesterday about it and I was like everyone's carrying around something with them like there's something that they're dealing with that they don't like to talk about with other people that makes them feel insecure it doesn't matter how powerful and how big they are they're dealing with something internally and they feel like they can't connect with other people. But then you start opening up about it. You're like, you go through the same thing that I go through? Mm-hmm. Wow, you made it. I guess I can too. You know, like, or at least we accept it, right? So I can't change this. I can deal with it. It's not going to dictate where I go in life. Yeah. And I think more than anything else, people feel shackles of weight gain we're not living up to a certain way that you know lifestyle that other people are doing even at paleo you saw it was kind of like um keep up with the joneses mentality right what are you doing now what are you trying here's too yeah. so it's like well what do you do it's like why well, eat right i exercise right i you <laughs> know get good sun i drink water and you know try to stay flexible
2: yeah and, and, vitamize.
3: Then, and i vitamize all day right so um <laughs> yeah it's but it, it takes work right it takes a lot of work
1: so let her know about uh, what's in this IV of hers yeah tell me
3: so your IV bag is yellow and that's because there's some B vitamins in there for your mood so P5P is vitamin B6 and that is a serotonin and dopamine enhancer and a lot of people are deficient in it um... B five is in there, which is lowering cortisol and it helps you relax, so you should not be ramped up after this. Yay. I put NAC and glutathione, which are two big liver detoxers as well as brain detoxers. I put B complex in there because it's like a good multivitamin of B's. And um I think I might put glutamine in there for gut health. But uh, it's mainly detox and a bunch of calming stuff. So it's like parasympathetic in a bag.
2: Like, I'm so sad that you guys aren't in L.A. First of all, because (laughs) you're the vitamin, like, mad scientist that I need. (laughs) But also because you guys are, like, the best. Like, all (laughs) of you, such good vibes and such good energy. And that's why I couldn't, like, I was stalking You guys at Paleo FX. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, ask them. Like, I would come, I came back like every hour and a half, and I'd be like, hey, can I get another B12 shot? And I, 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 whatever. Your booth was was. across
1: from us. No, it wasn't. It really wasn't. You're like, (laughs) whatever that was, that was awesome. (laughs) Yeah, I
2: was like, I feel a Amazing, <laughs> and then I bought like a thirty day pack of the bliss powder. Which are, I are those
1: working out for you, by the way? I love them.
2: Yeah. I love them. I mean, it's true. Like, it really helps me when I can't wake up. I don't know if it's supposed to have that effect, but um, I sleep very poorly, and so when I when I have it in the morning, it it like kind of evens me out or makes it easier for me to get up and yep. proceed. Well, I wonder serotonin. if it's because
1: like if you're uh, like if you're lethargic in the morning or whatever. Oh is, yeah. Is it also because like? is there like mental stuff going on there too? yeah i yeah. suffer
2: from chronic nightmares
1: oh i see <laughs> really <laughs> yeah so really
2: badly like i'm i'm uh, it was recommended for me to do um have you heard cpt cpt yeah cognitive processing therapy uh-huh. so it's like a it's like a new th- new uh ptsd therapy that they're doing with the vets like they're experimenting with it now and it's like prolonged exposure therapy is typically what they do for trauma victims but cpt is like the less extreme version of it okay so basically my nightmares are about like things that i went through before i quit drinking and it's just like it's so crazy it's like the same thing just playing over and over again every night and it's not even the same situation it's just the same emotions being relived that's insane yeah that's crazy Again, my poor boyfriend. Like, I like beat him up in my sleep. (laughs) Do you
3: like actually like punch and kick? I'll kick him. We had
2: to. We had to like, and this is over a year ago. But we had to put chains around our fridge and cabinet because I would like have nightmares and then go eat in the night, like in my sleep, to try and comfort myself.
0: Um, it's been a battle. Sleeping has been a battle. It's a. That's a very like, striking example. There's this girl named Danica Breisha and um, she's like a plus size model. Super cool. She's kind of in the alternative health space. I too. think I know who she Sh- is. Yeah. She did a brunch series <laughs> tour where she like her and her boyfriend like drove around the country and just did these like workshops with people. But um, she described because she dealt with binge eating and all that stuff. And she described it from her perspective as feeling as though a binge was her way of trying to stuff the emotions down. So you talking about like I'm literally reliving these traumatic emotions and then going and eating is such that's the personification. Yeah, because that, Cause that wow. was her saying that was like the first time I it clicked in my head that oh that's probably what I do too. Yeah, you know, just instead of feeling sad, it's like oh I'm just gonna shove food in my face so yeah, I'm distracted. It feels good. Yeah,
2: um, that's and interesting. yeah, I don't do it during the day. Like I have full complete control over my eating in the day, but. Um, when, when I have a nightmare, I, it's like autopilot to the kitchen. Like I've seen a hypnotist about it. I'm on medication for it. Like,
3: I, I actually, when I take a nap, like I'll start falling asleep earlier in the night and then I wake up, I eat. Really? Yeah. Like even if it's like a 20 minute nap, I'll wake up. I'm like, I'm starving like I go thank straight you f- to
2: you just really normalized that for me thank you <laughs> no, well
3: my wife Merrick will even say she's like why do you do that yeah. and I was like I don't know just something in my head goes off and like I go straight towards it huh. even like and I know you probably have this too it's like as second I start eating dinner I'm already kind of thinking like man I can't wait to taste that dessert like yeah. it's gonna happen but it's only at night like I really don't eat desserts during the day right but there's something in my brain is like okay now yeah. Like, go. Like, oh yeah. Hell
2: yeah. What what does Annette do and
3: oh uh, she's a credibly nurse
2: She's a she's a nutrition a coach. coach. Yeah, no, nutrition but she just coach. told me about something. It was like neuropathway linguistics. Oh NLP. Linguistic. Uh, neurolinguistic pathway. Yeah. Yeah, I was close. Yeah. yeah, that's so interesting. Yeah, neurolinguistic
1: programming. It's it's uh it's pretty interesting, right? It's just like a b- it's almost like your subconscious is always listening to the words and the thoughts that you're saying, or the ones that you give more power to, Totally. Right? And so, it's, it's, and then subconsciously, you'll act on those. So, yeah. the, the idea of saying, like, I'm not this, or I'll never be that, even if you're like, I don't really believe that, the fact that you said that, you're really programming your brain, right? Totally. To do stuff like, or to not do stuff like that, or to feel a certain way, right?
2: And what's crazy about it is I did that to myself without knowing I did it. Like, I really just changed the, the, my, inter- my internal dialogue with myself. Um, but th- it's like when my subconscious is in control, the traumas, like, reemerge. Um, it's very interesting. I am hoping that this new thing I'm starting, this new program I'm starting will help. Yeah. CPT.
1: Yeah, let us know. I'll yeah. keep you posted. And, I, and I'm
2: glad that the Bliss is
1: helping a little bit. Yeah. Because that, that's that's one of our products. Yeah. And it's uh, an amazing
2: product. I know. I love all of your products.
3: I'm, I'm, we're very proud of that. I've mentioned yeah. many times how that. We actually we're looking at it up today. It's a prescription in the UK
2: in yeah. Europe. What?
0: Yeah, yeah. Sammy is a natural compound, but it's considered a prescription prescription strength s- substance, so you can't even get it over the counter there. Wow. Yeah.
2: Mm. That's crazy. Yeah. It's so good. I mean, all, everything you give me, that's why I love you guys and I love your products.
3: Well, I, I think one of the best things about us being able to do this podcast is we get to hear people's stories and it does resonate with some people in a sense that it gives them hope to say, I'm going through something that someone else is going through. Yeah. Think about it, right? Like what you just said at the last part right there, that's a bombshell, right? For a lot of people, we haven't really get into that, but- sleep is one of the biggest issues that people have right and if you're not getting good sleep that's a key part of health you're missing out in but it takes work right yeah it takes a lot of work and it sounds like you've had your fair share of hard work you've put in the past
2: but it's worth it yeah it really is worth it i mean the the biggest step for me was facing the fact that i had problems um but once i did that it was it was hard for about a year but it's become so rewarding like just to to see my awareness growing and to be around people like you guys who, I mean, I would have never sat and had a conversation with you guys, you know, I'd be too drunk. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Or like strapped down to a hospital bed. (laughs)
3: Yeah. Yeah. I, I have different conversations now than I did 10 years ago. Yeah. Just my focus on this world is so different when you're able to unlock your potential you're capable of all these incredible things and then people resonate towards you they want to be a part like hey Kate, come in and do a podcast with Share Your Story yeah. so you can help other people. It's like no one's asking to share your story when you're drunk. Don't right. don't tell me about what you did last week. I don't want to know. Or right?
0: they hey. are and they don't remember. Uh, that's,
3: true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. We talked about that <laughs> well, last night. We, well, when we used to go to fraternity
1: meetings, I was like, tell us your drug stories." <laughs> yeah, tell yeah, us what happened. about the and last it was like, this other guy
3: has to explain it to me because I don't remember anything after. Midnight. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <But> <laughs> no, yeah, it was more like, can
1: you tell
2: my story from oh, last I night? Oh, I did do that. I did do that.
3: Oh, man. Yeah, that. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> I love that you guys are frat buddies. <laughs> but um, because you guys don't seem like bro-ish at all. <laughs> um. Yeah, we or so you think. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, uh, he was he was a college athlete, and uh, his his mentality was uh, we called him almost international because he hung out with people from Mexico
2: and I was always, I was always was dressed up. Always, like this is exactly like this. how he dressed in college so <laughs> I love it though yeah. you look so dapper
0: so I have
3: like the fro and the backwards hat and the sandals I'm wearing all the time and the frat shirts all the time <laughs> so we, I wasn't even the typical cause I wasn't I wasn't all preppy frat daddy to begin with right? it yeah. was just more like I'm in a frat so I can go party yeah, yeah like, that's basically what it came down yeah. to and then it's like well when the party stops and the frat you know fraternizing stops it's like I'm 26 and 27 I'm still like thinking it's spring break yeah (laughs) yeah
2: no I've been there yeah but the thing is is that's important is like it's not just with drinking like it's facing anything like I see I have like I don't want to say like people in my life who maybe can't control their anger or can't control whatever and there's a sense of denial around it that's preventing them from moving forward in all other areas of their life so it's not just with drinking I think like for me it was my weight gain too. facing that um and it's scary to do. It's scary to face and admit that you have a problem. But I've never been happier in my life, really, yeah. than like facing it, conquering it, and seeing what I can do next.
3: I Perfect. completely agree. And
2: meeting dope people in the process. Hell yeah, that's <laughs> cool. That that applaud
3: you. Yeah. Cause it didn't. It could have broke you. Yeah. Like all this shit you said could have broke you, and it didn't. It made you a better person. And I.
2: Same with you. Thank you. And you. you.
3: Thank you. We, like I said, we've come a long way, and we got a long ways to go, but I love your story, and I love Thank what you. you're doing. Maybe we can come out to L.A. You can help us. I,
2: yeah. I'm telling you, yes. It's a it's, a, it's All right. a, date. All right,
3: we'll come out there, and we'll
1: come hang we'll out. Come to to, like
2: well, she said at her store that they're opening. Well, yeah, so we are opening a keto cafe oh um, slash keto learning center at our uh, – well, it's going to be a brick-and-mortar location on Melrose in West Hollywood. So maybe we'll have to have you guys there. We'll, c- we'll be s- there for the grand opening. Or oh, yeah, for sure. There's going to be, be a totally party.
3: Cool. We'll totally be there. Cool. That will be yeah. cool. So so tell everyone we'll again We'll have our, our mocktails there and everything. Yes. We'll, yes, we'll have our
1: bar there. We we'll could. will totally do.
3: That's a whole other conversation. So we'd <laughs> love to have like, it. Like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so tell everyone where they can find you.
2: So they can find me on Instagram. I would say K8Geller, G-E-L-L-E-R, G-E-L-L-E-R. Or kissmyketo.com. I have a blog there. We have amazing products. Um, where else? Yeah, those would be the two best places.
3: Perfect. Very cool. Very cool. thank you for coming and visiting
1: us. Oh my
2: God. Thank you for having thank you me. So much. <laughs> I'm so happy I get to see you again so soon. Oh, yeah.